Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the series where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. This is episode number 265 for Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. For the video version of the podcast, head on over to youtube.com slash Don't just imagine the comics, actually see which ones I'm talking about. Now let's get on with the countdown. All right, starting at number 10 at Marvel, I picked Mighty Valkyries number one of five. I like when we have these short self-contained series because you can jump in, you can jump out. There's not a lot of commitment to go in with a really, really long story. And here we have a variety of characters from the Thor part of the Marvel Universe. Written by Jason Aaron and Tarun Grodenbeck. Art by Erica de Urso. And this is a cover art by Matias de Lulis. Of course, there's a lot of variant covers. But here our blurb is, Jane Foster gets a fresh start and allies both new and old. So Jane Foster has been through a lot. And here is her latest comic book. We have some interior art to enjoy. And this is like this epic modern uh, style. Watch out, there's a big bear coming to get you. Actually, it's not the bear, it's that one uh, big old wolf that's gonna devour the world, isn't it? Ratatorsk? No, that's the squirrel. But we've got all of this great modern art. Uh, no text in any of these. Wow, Gila looks amazing. Do not mess with her at all. And yeah, very, very good art. Uh, good color palettes and anatomy. It's this modern uh, style of Marvel art. Got some variant covers. Here is these. What do you think about these full headshot uh, covers? These have all been done by Todd by Todd Nauk. I don't love them. I think they're kind of weird and awkward, especially with the alien one. With alien number one, there was an alien and it didn't even fit on the on the cover. I don't know. I don't know what I think about this. At least they put their neck in. On a lot of these, they just put the head and then they take out the neck and everything else. It looks so weird. I'm not a big fan of these, but you might be. And here's another one to add to your collection. Then we got this one. Uh, I'm not getting these Heroes Reborn ones either. I don't fully get them. I don't know who this character is. I think it takes away from the immersion of what the book is when it's a completely not even related to what the comic book is. And this is part of their Heroes Reborn uh, plot that is coming soon. Are you getting any of these? The Heroes Reborn? Maybe I've seen one or two that I like, but I, I haven't really been enjoying them that much. And lastly, of course, we've got the Scotty Young variant. I like Scotty Young art. I really liked his I Hate Fairyland comic, but I don't love a lot of these baby covers. They're not quite my thing. He draws amazingly and he's very funny. I don't really love these. And then these with like some back and forth joke thing going on. I don't love these either, but tell me if I'm wrong in the comments. That's the Scotty Young variant. And so I picked Mighty Valkyries number one of five as number 10 on the list. At number nine, let's go to Image Comics and pick Old Guard Tales Through Time number one of six. Uh, so this is written by Greg Rucka and Andrew Wheeler, art by Jacopo Camani. This is cover art by Leonardo Fernandez. And first of all, let me pause just to talk about the cover. I love this mono monochromatic cover with the main character here just looking totally badass with that amazing heavy axe. Just simple sort of design, but ornate character, all of their details, simple floor and background. I think this cover really stands out among the shelves that are kind of over the top with many, many colors and many design. I think this is just a stark, beautiful cover. 
Good job on Fernandez on that. All right, so this is a star-studded anthology event. The best-selling, critically acclaimed The Old Guard, now a hit Netflix movie starring Charlize Theron, returns with all new stories by writers Greg Rucka, Vita Ayala, Brian Michael Bendis, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Matt Fraction, David F. Walker, and more, plus many artists here. Read that for yourself. So I love anthology series. I am not too familiar with this property, with this story, but I like that this is a self-contained six-issue series, variety of artists, variety of writers. I'm going to jump into the story because I like anthologies. I think we should get more of those. I think we should get more of those. I, th I think that's a great aspect of comic books, that we can have many stories in one comic book for the bang for your buck. This is $3.99, and you get a bunch of little stories in a, in a long-running six-issue series. There are a few variant covers. This is the Jacopo Kamani cover. Uh, they are the interior artists. We don't get any interior art to peruse. We get this very cool cover here. I like the contrast with the cool blue tones in the background, contrasting with the warm tones of the foreground. There's a beautiful relationship here. You can get a lot of sense out of it here. They're sharing a cigarette. They're holding hands. They're having a nice drink. They're at a club. I like this cover. And then we've also got this other one. This is th this one is pretty epic. This is extremely violent. Not that you see a lot of gore and such, but it's violent in that it is such a kinetic cover. There's so much going on. There's these flailing weapons, twisted faces in an epic battle, arrows flying everywhere, blood splattering here and there. Exactly. Again, it's not bloody, but I think this is a very violent cover. We have the simple background as well from the regular cover, but with a little bit of a gradient going from light to dark. The characters themselves are still also pretty monochromatic, except for those splashes of red. Very affecting cover, I think. This is also by Fernandez. And so I pick for number nine, The Old Guard Tales Through Time. Number eight at Dark Horse Comics, we have a Tales from the Outerverse, Kojakaru the Skinner, co-written by Mike Mignola and Christopher Golden. I've noticed that Mike Mignola has been co-writing a lot of stories recently over at Dark Horse Comics. If you like his Hellboy stuff, you'll continue to like the other stuff that he's involved with. This is art by Peter Berting. Kojakaru the Skinner, the strange and enigmatic bane of Eastern European witches, has been dead many years, but from a bloodied French town in the throes of World War II, a plea for help carries across the winds of time. So this is a tale of horror, desperation, and ultimately hope. I think we can all agree that comic books can be a great escapist medium, not to say that we cannot tackle real issues and think about them in new ways and perhaps learn, but escapist fare is often the purview of uh, comic books. So here we have uh, this horror comic, war comic, mixing aspects of real life and such. Beautiful cover, I love the red tones, the blue tones, the sort of focused nature of the characters in the middle of the comic with those scary branches pointing you right to it. Uh, we've got the smoke, we've got the red. I think this is a very good cover. This is a two-issue series, so once again, uh, I picked a book that I think is pretty self-contained instead of starting a huge, long, epic story that you might not fully get into. I think a two-issue series is a very good one to jump on board on. There's a variant cover. This one looks interesting. I wonder if this is a connecting cover. There's really no explanation here if it is or not. It looks like it's a connecting cover because it's cutting off right in the middle of that bat. So I don't doubt that issue one and two are connecting covers. And that'd be a cool collectible to get both 
both covers have the story issue one issue two get the complete story but then also have this very cool sort of uh two-page spread it'd be even better if perhaps it opens up as a wraparound cover and then with issue number two it's also a wraparound cover and you have a full four-page fold-out but i don't know we'll see what happens when you actually get the book and so that was number eight on the list Number eight on the list is the new Godzilla comic. What do you think of the new Godzilla movie? I kind of flew under the radar for me. I didn't even know it was under production. I didn't even know that it was coming out soon, but okay. What do you think? Do you like Godzilla? Tell me what you thought about the movie. Here we have Godzilla, Monsters and Protectors, number one. This is by Eric Burnham as the writer and Dan Schoening as the artist. Godzilla roars back into comics. Ah, that's a joke. Rise Up, Part 1, when a coldly single-minded businessman uses an untested element to create a clean energy for a profit, he inadvertently awakens the beast from the deep Godzilla, a.k.a. Gojira. So we have some interior art, and the art is very juvenile, and I don't mean that as a negative term at all. I just think that it's this very cute, cartoony, child-friendly style of art. I like cartoony art, definitely, and this has it in spades. I think page layout looks great. I like how there's this top panel and then there's this big panel in addition to this one here, uh, sort of contrasting. Oops, everyone's on fire, but here's how it was before that. Uh, so yeah, it's a very cartoony art. It's very mannered, stylized characters. I like that sort of style. It might not be everyone's cup of tea, especially when they're looking for a very epic Godzilla style of comic book. Um, the cover shows you right away how the interior art is. So overall, I like the I like the art. This sort of like juvenile style of art. There's a photo variant cover. Uh, it's black and white, um, and it shows the original Godzilla. I think it's always difficult to capture Godzilla's expression of a creature in artwork. I think the regular cover doesn't quite capture the Godzilla-esqueness of uh, the, the Godzilla creature. But the other art looks good. And this is, a, this is an image from the original Gojira from 1954. So if you want a photo cover, I always uh, am on the lookout for photo covers. I kind of like those as well. We have a photo cover here for your enjoyment. And that was number seven from IDW. Marvel has several number ones this week, actually, and one of them is Way of X, number one. This is written by Cy Spurrier, art by Bob Quinn, and this is a uh, cover, by, cover art by Giuseppe Camuncoli. The Way to the Future of X. Mutant kind has built a new Eden, but there are serpents in the garden. Some mutants struggle to fit in, some mutants turn to violence and death, and the children whisper of the patchwork man. So we have some interior art to give us a preview of what the book is about. Uh, this is, again, by Bob Quinn. Um, what is there to say? There's usually... Ooh, someone's naked. There's usually all of this great modern art in especially the big two publishers. Very luminous style to the art. Great anatomy, panel layout. We have these eyes that we keep seeing from panel to panel to build a story within the art as well. A lot of preview art. So interior art looks great, panel layout looks great, characters look great, as is par for the course of a modern comic. 
We've got some variant covers. We've got this wraparound cover. I always like a good wraparound cover. We've got Nightcrawler bamfing all over the universe here with a variety of characters. I really like this variant cover. This is the one I'm getting. This one here is by Federico Vincentini. It's, it's fun. It's kinetic. It's frenetic. It's cool to see a variety of characters that Nightcrawler is interacting with. And then lastly, a Scotty Young cover. I like this one a little bit better than the Valkyrie uh, cover. Um, it's fun and cute, just like uh, he usually draws. But as I said, I'm not a big fan of the sort of like speech bubble bantering back and forth style that he sometimes does on his covers. And this one's fun and he's, you know, bamfing here and there and he's getting pulled by the tail. It's fun. It's cute. I like this variant cover. And so a brand new series here focused on Nightcrawler is my pick for number six. Over at Boom Studios, I picked for number five, The Many Deaths of Lila Starr, number one of five. So another self-contained comic book here. This is written by V. Ram and art by Felipe Andrade. A powerful new series for fans of The Wicked and the Divine and The Dreaming from Ram V and Felipe Andrade that explores the fine line between living and dying in Mumbai through the lens of magical realism. We get some interior art. I always notice that Boom sort of puts their interior art in this sort of uh, poster layout sort of thing. So this is a uh, mixing realism with magic, magical realism, fantastical stuff happening in the real world, tinges of something beyond our own world in our own mundane life. I like the interior art. I like the colors a lot. Cool layouts. It's got this cartoony style of anatomy that I enjoy. This sort of hyper-realistic style that then goes on the one hand to artifice, but then also reveals a realism to it all. And it's also cool to get a different perspective in the world of comics. I like that the smaller publishers can sort of explore a variety of different concepts and creators. So I applaud that. There is a variant cover. This is the one I'm getting. This is the David Mack foil variant cover. I'm not sure where the foil is at, probably in the title. And here we have David Mack's art, which is just amazing. I love his style. I, I believe it's watercolors. And this doesn't disappoint. We've got this just beautiful style that Mac creates. This is the one I've reserved for myself. This is the one I'm picking up. What do you think about this, this cover? It's very simplified colors. You get this contrast of the yellow and the green. I like it, but what do you, what do you think about it? Tell me in the comments below. And this is pick number five. Where else but on my list are you going to find a comic book with a couple of sex toys on the cover? At number four, I picked Black Mask Studios' Alice in Leatherland, number one. It's written by Yolanda Zanfardino and art by Elisa Romboli. Alice, a young writer of children's storybooks, is hurtled out of her fairy tale-like life when she discovers her girlfriend has been cheating on her. Charmingly defiant, she leaves her small forest town and leaps into a new adventure to seek love and find herself in the fast life of San Francisco. There, her concept of pure, magical love will be completely overturned, as her biggest challenge won't be reckoning with other people's sexual drives. It'll be getting a grip on her own. So yeah, if you look carefully at that, at that cover, you're gonna see some interesting things that you might not have expected. There's no interior art. It might be a little bit TV, a little bit too TVMA to actually 
put on the site, but let your imagination run wild until you get the book. There's also a variant cover. Uh, this is a 15 copy incentive cover, so your comic shop had to have gotten at least 15 copies of it. And um, this is the one that I end up picking here. I kind of like these uh, these tones here, the reds and the blues and the sort of flying through the air and the sparkles and everything. And once again, you see a variety of interesting things on the cover. So uh, this will be an interesting, uh, interesting book to get into. It's issue number one. I'm not sure how many issues this will be, but issue number one is on sale this week. So as I said before, this is the shorter version of the video. If you want the longer one where I talk about more of the comics, check out more of the variant covers, more commentary, etc. Join at 99 cents per month. Join the VMC crew, get into the Mars Rover tier, 99 cents per month. Because this book, for example, has a variety of variant covers that I'm going to talk about. We'll talk about the main cover. Number four, Behemoth Comics' You Promised Me Darkness, number one. Written by Damien Connolly. Cover art by Damian Connolly. Approximately every 75 years, Halley's Comet orbits around the Sun, and every time this happens, people around the world are born with incredible abilities. And there's also a big bad known as the Anti-Everything, who feeds on the newly powered people. We have some interior art, and what's interesting is that it is stark black and white, completely black and white, not gray tones and such, it is just completely black and white art which, again, the comic book medium can do so much. And I like when they do these things. Yes, the modern colorization is amazing. You can get a lot out on that type of art, but sometimes a just stark black and white comic just hits you over the head, gives you this emotional aspect of things. And I like that that's what the interior art looks like. This is cover A, but we saw from the preview that there's also this cover. This one's also by Connolly. We have this other Connolly cover. This one's a little bit more abstract. It's very hard to see what's going on here. I see a profile over here, but I see some eyes and tentacles or something. Is that the anti-everything? There's a cover D. This is kind of interesting that there are a lot of variant covers for a small publisher, Behemoth Publishing. Behemoth Comics is not the biggest publisher like the big two that can afford to throw out 25 variant covers. Here we have four variant covers I've shown so far. This one's a very interesting. This is a colorful cover, and it feels like there's just action and confetti and just action going on. We've also got cover E. Uh, just so many different variant covers for, just, for such a, a small publisher. So Behemoth here showing that they really are on board with this comic if it has so many variants. And lastly, a nude variant. So this one is by a different artist. Every other one of these has been by Connolly, the interior artist. This one's by Lucina Modica. And uh, yeah, just uh, the original has a little bit of nudity going on, a little bit of toplessness, and we've got, again, the tentacles and all of that of the anti-everything creature. And so uh, this is one of the many varying covers to enjoy from this brand new series. And that's why I picked for number three, You Promise Me Darkness, number one. We're in the top two of the list, and therefore I picked a Batman title. Batman Fortnite Zero Point. This is basically Batman combining with Fortnite, the video game. This is the regular cover, the Mikhail Janine cover. One per customer, apparently. Um, and so we've got here, written by Christos Gage and Donald Mustard, art by Riley Brown, Nelson DeCastro. A crack splits the sky above Gotham City, a tear in reality itself. 
This rift pulls the Dark Knight into a bizarre and unfamiliar world with no memory of who he is or where he came from. Batman has been drawn into Fortnite. So this also gets my WTH pick of the week, Batman plus Fortnite. Don't worry how canon it is. Just enjoy the popular video game with the Dark Knight all together in one in this first issue. We do have some variant covers. This is the Kenneth Roquefort variant cover. You can tell it's Roquefort when you look at the details, especially with, with his logo. And yeah, this is this is Fortnite and Batman. Catwoman's there hanging out. All the Fortnite characters. I don't know who they are. I've never played Fortnite. I've seen some gameplay and such here and there. Oh, there's a there's Harley Quinn battling as well. Yeah, this is a fun this is a fun cover. But what do you think about such a fun premise added to Batman, who's not exactly a fun character, but it's an interesting crossover, I'd say. And one more variant cover. I like this one, the Donald Mustard cover. It's just um, stark black and gray tones. Even his skin tone is grayed out. The great design of his cape. And then, yeah, so I like this cover. I, it's going to be hard to get it in, in the perfect grade uh, because it's a, it's, a, it's a black cover and those are often easy to scuff up and such. This is the, this is the cardstock cover. And so that's my number two pick, Batman plus Fortnite. For number one, I pick Marvel's Women of Marvel number one. There were a lot of Marvel titles this week, as, as you saw, but I've gone with Women of Marvel number one. So this is written by Natasha Alterici, plus more, art by Eleonora Carlini and more. This is a cover art by Sarah Picelli, co-creator of Miles Morales. Who runs the world? We already know. Celebrate the women of Marvel with an extravaganza of extraordinary talent. We have some interior art here to get a preview of what we're in for for our comic book. Here's the style that I like here. as uh, Captain America of one of the various dimensions, I believe. Alan, say you fascist scum! We switch over to something else happening. We've got Mystique. We have a variety of stories. Hey, wait a minute. I recognize them. <laughs> That's funny. Um, variety of art, variety of styles. There's She-Hulk over at the museum. Different characters, different artists. There's Rocket Raccoon, Gamora. So I love it when we get a preview of the comic to whet our appetite to get the comic. We have some variant covers. This is the Amanda Connor cover. I love Amanda Connor's art. It's got this just cute style. Is this the very first Marvel comic ever when we see the butthole of an animal on the cover? If you look closely, but not too closely, that little doggy is showing everything. I love She-Hulk's expression here, shh, everyone. And then Tiger's about to eat that bird, hilarious. The one that I got was the Peach Momoko variant cover. I love Peach Momoko's style. I always get her covers as soon as I see them. Here we have the Scarlet Witch with a lot of energy. I love the pink tones. I love the flowing hair. That's why I picked this one as the variant cover I picked up. And lastly, this very frenetic, detailed Mariah Wolf cover. I might have gotten this one if I wasn't on a budget. I might have gotten this one as well as Momoko's cover. 
this cover is also amazing. Just so detailed, so much intricacy happening, not just with magic on the foreground, but look at the background. Look at those demons. Look at her, the, the, the energy, the flames out of her sword. This this cover is just amazing. You can get lost in, in looking at all of the details from the, the work on her boots to her hair to the background characters. This is just a great cover. And so I picked a Marvel book an anthology Marvel comic celebrating Women's History Month as issue number one. And that was my top 10 list. What do you think? What did I get right? What did I miss out? Tell me about it in the comments. I hope you saw the video version as well, youtube.com slash vmcampos, and consider joining on YouTube for 99 cents a month to unlock exclusive stuff, such as longer versions of videos, exclusive contests, and more. Join the Mars Rover tier, 99 cents a month, to unlock all of that. At the Jupiter Cruiser level, you'll unlock a shout-out in a future video. Think of it. Have your name, your website, your entity featured on my video. Your entity featured in one of my future content. That's at $2.99 a month. And at the Neptune Colony level, $4.99, you'll actually get some swag, Some in-real-life stuff that'll send you straight to your mailbox. You can unlock all of those tiers at the YouTube. Just click join at youtube.com slash vmcampos. So once again, I hope you liked this video. Like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. It really helps out. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.